Gentlemen, we went over the rules in the dressing room. I want to caution you to keep this fight clean at all times, and what I say you must obey. Live from the WKOM studio in downtown Columbia, it's time to wake up and get woke. It's three dudes with a view. Let's get it all! Good morning, Southern Middle Tennessee. My name is Del Kennedy. I am dude number three. It's a gloomy Monday morning, but what a difference a week makes. Uh, no snow and ice on the ground, no minus eight degrees. So it feels like a heat wave and springs around the corner. And then we are, what, two weeks away from, not two months away from Mule Day. So, yeah, we're coming out of it. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. Good morning, man. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York, uh, just joined us. Is coming in now. Can you hear me, Mr. York? Good morning, Delk. How you doing? Good morning, Mr. York. I'm doing okay. Uh, Regular special. Good morning, everybody on the panel there. (laughs) All right. We'll introduce you here. Uh, Of course, Carrie Powers is is with us often on Mondays. Uh, Yay! Well, we got her back. She's been, I guess. You've been doing a lot with your children and school and all that kind of thing, right? Well, with Reams. But he's back in the saddle. Let me not forget that. Yeah. And uh, get get well to Reams as well. Her husband, who had some health difficulties last fall, and as Carrie says... He's he's back in the south. Doing great. Doing great. We're grateful and happy Monday, everybody. Happy Monday to you. All right, I want to introduce a a, a very special person and good friend of Mr. York. I'm bringing you help here. Uh, Mike Roden is with us. He uh, uh, practiced. He was assistant United States attorney with me. We had offices next door to each other for 15 or more years, I think. And uh, we, he was always popping in my office. I was popping in his. Now, Mr. York, he takes the uh, uh, the liberal progressive side. He had a, a picture of every Democratic president from FDR <laughs> up to Obama on his wall. That's good. That's a good thing. That's right. That's right. That's right. Tried to educate you, Delk, but you just wouldn't do. Well, I backslid, Mr. York. Mike and I came from the same backgrounds. So both of our dads thought Mr. Roosevelt saved the world, you know, and uh, grew up in, uh, Mike grew up in rural Arkansas, you know, of course, my dad grew up out there near Hampshire at Kettle Mills, and and he thought that the world was saved by Franklin Roosevelt, and uh, uh, Mike, Mike uh, has, so he comes by it honestly, he, he's, <laughs> he's, he's stayed that way all over the years, where, I, you know, at some point I had to go another direction, but anyway, good morning, Mike Roden, how you doing, man? Good, good morning, everybody. It's great to be here. I'm very honored to be asked to be part of the panel today. I was going to tell you, my dad uh, was a World War II European theater veteran, uh, served under Patton, and he was an Ike man. He was an Eisenhower man because of that. And now Eisenhower today probably would be a moderate Democrat, but as far as his ideology is concerned. But dad was a dad was a Republican, but an Ike Republican, I would say. Okay. And... Um, uh, and I kind of, you know, towed that line when I was a kid. You know, I was always very interested in politics and followed it. Um, and I remember, you know, the 72 election with uh, Nixon and McGovern. And I was very much, you know, my family's for Nixon because he was Ike's guy, you know. And so I, I followed that. Watergate kind of disillusioned me. Um, uh, I took it personally. The man lied to me, you know. Uh, and then... I think Ford could have rehabilitated me because Ford was a good man. Okay. But, well, now, uh, now, after all these years, I don't think I've heard this story. Go ahead. No. And uh, so Ford you know, probably could have rehabilitated me. But then Jimmy Carter came along. And Jimmy Carter was – hes I know a lot of people don't like Jimmy Carter. He was my political hero. Well, he now, was, he I, was a, I was a delegate to the 1976 yeah, convention yeah, for Jimmy Carter. Yeah. I think we discussed that one time. <clears throat> and um, uh, yeah, he was a Southerner, he, but he eschewed you know, kind of the – the um, uglier parts that, that were still going on at that time of being a Southerner. And um, uh, he, he quoted Bob Dylan, which really impressed me. So uh, I, I became very much a Carter man, um, and um, uh, I went to a very conservative you know, um, college for undergraduate, and I probably came out because of that experience. I probably came out more liberal than I went in, just as sort of in defiance. So anyway, yeah, I mean, I consider myself a moderate, 
Uh, I think, but sometimes these days when you, you know, try to take a moderate position, you come off sounding like a wild-eyed liberal. So, um, anyway, but I look for That's I look for, exactly right, Mike. If you're moderate, you still extreme to the to the other side. So uh, I look forward to uh, to a good discussion, a friendly discussion. Duck and I, as I said, we worked next door to each other for for many years, and he would come into my office, or I'd go into his, and we'd drink coffee and and discuss the world affairs, and uh, we did so solve every problem. Solved the world. We could have run the world if they just let us, and we uh, uh, but always did so respectfully. And uh, when we disagreed, we we just you know. Uh, understood that we may disagree on that point, but that we respected each other and moved on, and that's how it should be. That is how it should be. Now we we get, uh, you know, I mean, we, we're we're somewhat uh, we we have disagreements here, but we're we're also a little bit in the entertainment business as well, so it, it tends to get a little more heated. <laughs> I can be entertaining. <laughs> there I'll we try. go. Now, Carrie, you mentioned something. I said, "What's on your mind this morning?" And the Spring Hill game, Spring, who did Spring Hill play? Spring Hill and Columbia played this, um, they played Saturday night. We, it was, it was on, we had it on both stations and had the video and all that up. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Uh, the girls game went yeah, well, to. We went, out to, we went out to dinner Saturday night, so I missed it. Yeah. The, the, the girls game went to overtime. Columbia ended up winning that game. And then the, the boys um, took care of business in the second game. So. All right. The Columbia where, boys took yeah. care of business. Yeah, yes, 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 Columbia. <laughs> now, where was the game? It was at Spring Hill High School. All right, and, and Carrie, you said you noted, or I guess you saw for the first time, that uh, the audience had to go through metal detectors to get to the game. Metal detectors and no bags. It was just an, a first for me in Murray County. Yeah, they put a post out, I think, about Yeah, they it did on. a good job of advertising. I was aware before I went. But... Um, yeah, it's just a new a first in Murray County for me. Was there any incident that prompted that? That I would that was my question, so I don't know if this is just to be preventative or if there were threats or Gina. I do, I really don't I have no clue. Yeah. Just a first. Are they doing I mean, the same thing at Central? That's a good question. They they play again what Saturday? Yes, I have all I know is hearsay, but that they do plan to move the equipment over to Central when they have a rematch this coming week. They may so, be, they may be testing it out just to see how it works and how well it flows. And I mean, I, I'm not saying that they're going to do this, you know, during the school day. But you know, the big problem that you hear a lot about is vape, vape, vaping, and. You get a metal detector up; those kids aren't going to bring them to a metal detector because it'll go the, off. Oh, right. I thought those things were made up of plastic. No, there's there's metal. I ain't got metal in them. There's metal involved. Okay, yeah. well, that's how much I know about vaping. But uh, well, so, Carrie, I mean, you know, you're seeing metal detectors and bag searches for the first time ever at a, a high school uh, ball game here in Murray County. I mean, how'd that make you feel? Well, look at this. That is what I had to say. I mean, I was in St. Louis last week. You know, I got off the elevator, and before I had taken three steps, I was through a metal detector. I mean, it seems to be everywhere in the world, but it's a sad state of affairs. But maybe, did I feel safer? Maybe. But it's not something I've ever been worried about before. You've still got two children at Central High School, correct? Correct. Okay. And... uh, one of them is is at least one's in cheerleading, correct? Correct. I have a senior who is a cheerleader and a sophomore who plays football. So, and the, just shout out for the cheerleaders. They are yeah, about Richard. to lead for na- lead for nationals. And yesterday they did a expo at Central, and it was a packed gym. Lots of community support and school support. That's great. Yeah, but so I mean, that's the reason I ask. I mean, of course, this issue is very personal to you, as you have two children who are now attending Columbia Central High School. And, and that game was... Yeah. I'm all for school safety, but, you know, it's just... In, I've just not seen it in Murray County, but well, maybe we're there. State Road, Scott. And to, be, to be clear, you're not seeing the, a threat in Murray County. I've never felt threatened, but would I know? I don't know. <laughs> yeah, and Mr. York and I, I mean, in general, Mr. York and I have gone back and forth about this. Uh, you know, and Mr. York... You know, I, I got upset one time. This has been a year or so ago. Mr. York had some statistics showing that crime in Columbia is, is you know, high. And I've, I've never felt it. I've never felt unsafe, not even in 
the neighborhoods that are purported to be our worst neighborhoods. I've never felt unsafe. Uh, but uh, is it relative? Uh, you've lived in Memphis. I'm from Memphis. You know, like maybe it's a relative thing. Yeah, let's see. This but, is. Uh, but the deal about safety, Delk, in Columbia, a lot of people have ideas that it's in one area, but actually it's in another area. And like I was telling you around CPWS, there's an armed guard walking around the premises there. Yeah, there's a lot of valuable, there's a lot of copper over there for one thing. Well, so, I mean, you know. There's a lot to he, steal, yeah. He mentioned to me that uh, females were trying to have lunch in their car, and there had been some break-ins in the parking lot in front there. Well, I mean, I... I, I mean, you know, but wh- you know, what I, are they going to get out of a car, you know? I I, I, I get you, Mr. York, but I, like I said, I've... Uh, of course, I grew up on East Ninth Street, and East Hill is considered by most to be the most dangerous territory in Columbia. But I drive through there day and night. I've visited people's homes over there uh, I, for all my life. I've never felt unsafe. Uh, and uh, Woodland Street, you know, where probably you know when I was uh, came back when I, when I was an assistant district attorney years ago, and even when I came back. Uh, and did defense work after retiring from the U.S. Attorney's Office. Woodland Street was probably the most shootings in Murray County by far. And, I mean, I go down Woodland Street all the time. I've never felt unsafe. Uh, but it tends to move around, Del. Wherever yeah. police tend to patrol, it, you know, just like for drug activity, wherever they patrol, drug activity moves. It moves from one area to another area across the city, you know? Well, yeah. I, I mean, but to Carrie's point, though, I've just never felt unsafe in Columbia. Uh, night and day, no matter what neighborhood. I've, I've Yeah, a lot of it, I think, is just perceived, you know? Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I've, I'm, I'm, Clayton, what, what, do you ever feel unsafe in Columbia? I mean, not, not really, no. Um, I'm, I've had a few issues over the years, but not, nothing, nothing too terribly bad. So... Yeah, what, we're getting messages from State Representative Scott Spicky here. First of all, he says that he thinks the metal detectors uh, come from a, uh, a a state grant program that was ah active. yeah state money state money. They did a little leg- <laughs> they got to spend it. Yeah, uh, and Scott's saying you know he said during the last election we knocked on doors in all these you know in Highland Park and the East City and all the areas. Uh, and he said we never felt unsafe uh, and. <clears throat> I think that's so. Uh, well, Scott had about 12 people with him, though, when they knocked on doors. <laughs> well, that could make a difference, who's I gonna, guess. Who's going to attack a crowd with about 12 people? <laughs> yeah, I, I mean, that's. I think that's, you know, we're all saying the same thing. Of course, Mike lives up in Franklin and has visited down here some. But, uh, you know, Mike, we've just, we've, we're, we're blessed that this community has, has never felt uh, unsafe and I'm, to carrie's point you know i guess what it sounds like you sort of you're going well it's maybe it's a good thing to have the metal detectors but you know you didn't think you were sort of shocked because you didn't think there was a need well and i'm not making a judgment by any means but if this is we've got money we need to th- spend it let's throw it here well that's still money that can be used over there and you know i just i would like the money to be used for the greatest need and in the schools for the best interest of children and, and if their safety is number that one, problem. that's it. Yeah. That's it. Nash- but I, I'd like is, to know the rationale. Nashville is Data. still having a problem with weapons in schools, you know. So hopefully that doesn't happen in Murray County. Uh, and the metal detectors might just prevent that. Yeah, but that, I guess. I mean, I, yeah, I don't. Prevention worth a pound of I'm sure we've had a weapon care. in school case, go. but I don't remember one off the top of my head. Uh, anyway, we're blessed to be in a safe community, and I guess. Sometimes we don't like to be reminded that we might not be as safe as we think we are. <laughs> that's, I guess that's what Carrie's saying. All right, let's take a break and come back. Art 
Phillips Motor Sales is our area's premier GMC dealership. Their lot at 919 Nashville Highway has an impressive selection of GMC vehicles, trucks from the light-duty GMC Canyon to the Sierra 3500 Heavy Duty, and everything in between. GMC's SUVs are impressive with the Terrain, Acadia, and Yukon. Want luxury? Ask about Denali upgrades. Go to ParksMotorSales.com for information and see their awesome offers and services. Parks Motor Sales, GMC. We are professional grade. Hi, this is George Rawls with The Way Realty. Please allow me to share a little bit about us. We measure our success by the quality of service you receive. We provide many ways to help you get the most when selling your house, like home staging, landscaping, repairs, professional pictures, and aggressive marketing. Our listings are posted on the MLS, Realtracks.com, Zillow, Realtor.com, and Trulia. Your house will most likely be your biggest investment for your family and for your future retirement. Let us help you fulfill the American dream by buying, building, or selling your next home. And most importantly, let this new year be a great year by putting Jesus first in your life. Jesus Christ changes lives. I know because he changed mine. Hello, I'm Barbara Lincoln with Holland's Pharmacy. You may have heard our previous commercials about compression hosiery that we carry at Holland's Pharmacy. Well, we've recently expanded into a full line of knee braces, back, wrist, ankle, and other support wear. We will gladly help you get just the right fit for these items and, of course, special order items to ensure the proper fit. Come see us at Holland's Pharmacy, 1608 Hatcher Lane, or call us at 931-388-4233. Hi, I'm Steve, the Garbage Man. Over 10 years ago, the Garbage Man Incorporated teamed up with former County Commissioner Mr. Glenn Hasse and Keep Murray County Beautiful to provide garbage service for the eight boat ramps. The county brought in signs and posts, and we provided the carts and weekly service. The Garbage Man Incorporated is proud to be a part of furnishing a much-needed service to the boaters of Murray County. We live in Murray County, too, and are proud to be good corporate citizens. We encourage you to use and enjoy this convenience and keep the Duck River beautiful. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning is built to a higher standard so you can focus on the problems in your life that actually matter, like the stair that only creaks when everyone else in the house is asleep. American Standard Heating and Air Conditioning, built to a higher standard. Call Davis Heating and Cooling at 931-388-2090. Davis Heating and Cooling is your local American Standard dealer and proudly serves the Murray County area. Find Davis Heating and Cooling online and on Facebook or call today, 388-2090. Attention, Middle Tennessee. Ready to unlock the secret to faster, easier weight loss? Introducing the revolutionary weight loss injection that's changing lives. Now with the Dr. Gill Center. Shedding those extra pounds has never been simpler. It's quick, it's effective, and it's here to help you. Imagine stepping into a slimmer, healthier you. Our experienced team is here to guide you every step of the way, ensuring you achieve your weight loss goal. The Dr. Gill Center is looking for 10 people who have more than 15 pounds to lose in the next 30 days. Call 615-882-4838 today and start your journey to a new you. For 40 years, the Jewelers Bench has worked hard for their customers and provided the highest quality jewelry at the best price. They keep going back. Recent renovations have allowed them to expand their inventory. More high quality jewelry, custom vintage and estate pieces, and professional jewelry and watch repairs. They also buy gold. The Jewelers Bench, still here, still great service. 808 Trotwood Avenue, Columbia. Hello, my name is Connor Mims. My wife Bradley and I live in Columbia, Tennessee in Riverside. I am a deck and porch builder and my wife is a second grade teacher at Riverside Elementary. My specialty is designing and building elegant and comfortable porches and decks. Let me work with you to design and build the porch or deck of your dreams. Give us a call today from our website, MimsModernLandscape.com. That's MimsModernLandscape.com and check out what we have to offer. Thanks. 
The generations that have paved the way for us deserve respect, integrity, and compassion. This is Kelly Dobson, owner of Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. My grandmother and mother started this business in 2005, and I was honored to take over in 2012. Licensed and insured, we help our aging community stay in the comfort of their own homes. Online at CaringHeartsHomeHealthCareLLC.com, by phone 931-381-5470, or in person at 1121 Trotwood Avenue here in Columbia. That's Caring Hearts Home Healthcare. Hey, this is Seth Moss at Tennessee Valley Equipment, a premier FAE Prime Tech, Bandit, and Shearex dealer. We are your dealer for all of your land clearing and forestry mulching needs. We sell equipment, provide repair service, and parts along with a rental fleet of mulching equipment. We also offer mulching teeth, blades, and sharpening. Our number one priority is getting you up and running as quickly and affordable as possible. Tennessee Valley is located at 300 Santa Fe Pike in wonderful Columbia, Tennessee. Stop by or give us a call today at 931-981-9812. Farmer Johnny here, Taylor Family Farm. I'm going to give you all a little look-see. We raise 100% non-GMO, grass-fed beef, pasture chicken, and pork on our family farm. Everything that we grow is raised with love and care to ensure the highest quality and nutrition for our family and customers. You can shop online at taylorfamilyfarmtn.com or visit our farm store in person at Etheridge, Tennessee at 301 Dave Reisner Road. That's taylorfamilyfarmtn.com for more information. with a new cold, cloudy Monday edition, but not as bad as it was 10 days ago, that's for sure. My name is Del Kennedy. I'm dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. Good morning. Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Del. Good morning, everybody. All right. Regular special guest, dude, and we're glad to have her back. She's been on sort of a sabbatical. Uh, Carrie Powers, how you doing? Excellent. Happy Monday. Happy Monday to you. And a very special guest today, uh, Mike Roden, who was an assistant United States attorney with me. Uh, our offices were next door to each other for some 15 to 20 years. We were always popping in and out each other's offices, just talking about what's going on in the world and talking about helping each other out on various cases and legal matters. Uh, and he he comes in today for Team York. Good morning, Mike Roden. <laughs> Good morning, everybody. I was briefly thanks, your, Mike. I was briefly your supervisor. That's uh, true, as you recall, about three years. Yep. Your, and why uh, didn't you fire him, Mike? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, well, hey, I was good. Do you want to get into that topic? There were people who wanted to fire Delk, and I kept him from doing it. So, yeah. um, a Democrat kept him from man. What yeah, well, of- this is this is how good friends I am with him uh, because mm-hmm. there was no reason to fire him. But there That's were some good. people That's who good. didn't like Delk. You made an objective decision. Well, he wasn't the only one. There was there were a few that uh, <laughs> were were not liked by the administration at that time, and mm-hmm. uh, I was sort of the yeah. I don't want to you know glorify myself but I think I was sort of the cushion I kept them from at bay from yeah. you know so anyway yeah. that was a long time ago <clears throat> bureaucracies are uh, you know bureaucracies are what they are and there are always struggles within a bureaucracy now you two guys worked with one of Trump's biggest supporters or actually not supporter but Someone who has helped Trump more in the past year politically than anybody I can think of, and that's Jack Smith. Correct? <laughs> you, you, know, can, I, you can certainly make that argument. Yeah, Mike, Mike and I were talking about that the other day. I just don't remember much about Jack Smith at all, uh, but uh, Mike, Mike does. Uh, yeah. It, it, Jack was um, the fact uh, that I don't remember him though yeah. sort of tells me that he got along with people. The um, Obama era U.S. attorney was a guy named Dave Rivera. Uh, he was a good guy. His his wife also was in the AUSA in the, in the office in the civil division. Yeah. And um, um, I don't remember who was first assistant before this, but at some point during the during the, those years, um, it's my understanding Jack Smith 
needed to leave DOJ. He got it crossways with whether it was Eric Holder or somebody else. He ran, he got crossways with somebody, and he wanted to leave DOJ for a while. Or That's main justice in Washington. In Washington, yes, in Washington. And uh, he came to our office as the first assistant. The first assistant is the number two man in the office. The the U.S. attorney is the political appointee, and he can decide who he or she can decide who the uh, managers are. And Jack Smith was came in as first assistant. And uh, I was in the civil division. Duck was in the civil division. Uh, we did have all that much contact with the first assistant occasionally, but not often. I would see him in the office, and I had I gained an impression of him that he was very no nonsense. He was very aloof. He was very vision, you know, laser focused on the on on the work. Um, I talked to some of the criminal assistants who had much more contact with him, and and they indicated he was kind of a tough boss to work for. Now, after he left, he when um, when uh, Trump was elected. Uh, Dave Rivera stepped down, and Jack Smith became the U.S. attorney, the acting U.S. attorney, for about mm, six months or so until um, the, the Trump appointee was, was confirmed and, and sworn in. And then Jack left to go to HCA. He was like the corporate counsel to HCA. And I don't know how long he did that, but he left that job ultimately to go to, I think, the World Crimes Commission in Serbia or wherever it was in Eastern Europe. And uh, But I saw him. I ran into him on the street in Nashville one day while he was at HCA. And he was totally different than he was that I knew him in the office. He was very friendly. He was gregarious. He acted like I was his best friend. Um, and so that just kind of reinforced to me that when he's in the office, he was very laser-focused on the job, no nonsense, but he could be totally different um, off the job. So anyway, that's my impression of Jack Smith. There you go. Uh, and I think Clayton's right, though. He's he's made a martyr out of Donald Trump. <laughs> and uh, uh, that, that's the sense we get around, you know, of course. I, I mean, a year ago, Ron DeSantis was leading in every poll. Yeah. And, you know, and, and I, I'll tell you, uh, Mike, you know, the, the, you, it doesn't seem like it's that far from Franklin to Columbia, but once you, the distance politically is vast. Uh, there, there, there are very few, uh, very few liberal progressives around here. No, and there's not that many in Franklin either. I think there's probably more than there used to be. Now, Franklin, obviously, Williamson County is, you know, has traditionally been known as a very, very Republican county. It, it, it is. It's, right. a, it's yeah. different, though. I think it's yeah. They're more the, I guess, the stereotype would folks. be. Yeah, this <laughs> this stereotype would be they would be they're, they're more the, the country conservatives. club. They're the country club Republicans. That would be the yeah, stereotype. Yeah. yeah, I was about to say they 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 knocked down some of the crazies in the last election. If I'm not mistaken, yeah. they did. They, they did. They, there was a lot of controversy. I think in the mayor's yeah. race. And, yeah, uh, I can't think of her name right now, but the uh, the lady that was running for mayor. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, Phil Williams was all over her too. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, yeah. It's a it's a good thing that she lost. And, and decisively, it's frightening that she got as many votes as she as she did. That's, that's right. that to me. That's the frightening thing. <laughs> well, but, and, and my point is though, it's, you know, the, your audience, the audience here, of course. Now, this station reaches uh, all of Williamson County. It reaches all, which is an adjoining county to Murray County. It reaches all the adjoining counties, uh, and so the coverage is very broad. Although we we tend to try to. You know, we think of ourselves as being in the center of our broadcasting, which we are, of course. Uh, but once you get into Murray County, and particularly the counties that adjoin us to the east, west, and south, uh, it becomes very, very conservative. And honestly, we we have noticed that uh, martyr effect. The, the more yeah. they prosecute Trump, the more they uh, do do whatever they're doing to him, the the more uh rabid and intense does the sport for Trump become I mean the, the, people are just can't wait to go vote for Trump around here why do you are, think that are, is? you need to send him some money Del you and Clayton gonna pony up that 83 million you know that's gonna, that's, that's gonna dip down in the kitty a little bit again, y'all need to again, be taking up some collection that jury did nothing but help his numbers at yeah the that, that, why, that why that, do you think that that is? woman's not rapeable anyway I mean, I mean oh man Del I mean, Del Del how would you say something like that Del oh, get everybody razzed up <laughs> well I mean 83 happy mil- Monday Del my gosh 80, 80, 80, 80, 83 million 
is just, I mean, that's just an absurd well, number. Well, well, Delk, have you ever had a, a defendant get up and walk out of court doing a summation? Uh, in civil trials, yeah. I mean, you're, the, the person you're defending got up doing a summation and walked out. In a civil trial, yes, I've had that happen. Now, there's a difference between civil trial and criminal trial. Now, you know, most of the most of the criminal defendants I had were, uh, particularly the later years, as I had more experience, I, t- I had tended to have the pretty bad cases. Most of them were in custody, so Cer- they weren't at liberty to walk out. You know? Certainly the civil defendant is free to walk out. Yeah. But I would think that his lawyer, his or her lawyer, would, would tell the defendant, be on your best behavior, sit there nice and smile and look, you know, like you're not the person that they're they're claiming you are. So to get up and leave tells me that his lawyer had no control. Of, nobody's got any control of him. And, um, uh, you know, it was a defiant thing to, to just walk out. And they showed, he showed his contempt. Yeah, but total the, disrespect to the jury. Disrespect. Also, Absolutely. well, that jury deserved the disrespect that they got. No, I they mean, don't they, either. They they are they are John Q. citizens that's trying to do their civil duty. It's very clear that in certain parts of the country, if you're a conservative, you're not going to get a fair trial. You're not going to get the due process that you deserve or entitled to have. I'm sorry, and, um, I, I don't agree with that. I, I look, the the jury was mostly I Mike, men. I wouldn't go to Davidson County. I don't go there anymore because I don't want to be faced by a jury of Davidson County people. They're going to find me guilty just because I'm from Murray County and I'm, I, I'm I don't believe that. I don't. No, no, Dale, that, that's wrong. That. I'm not there, going there's to do a thing called, There's a thing called voir dire, you know that, and where they try to best they can, and it's not a perfect process. It never is, but they try as best to to weed out people from a jury who have preconceived notions. And there is yeah. no fair trial for a conservative in New York or Washington, D.C., and, and it, that's... Uh, the, the, uh, well, then he should have committed his crime somewhere else. <laughs> I mean, well, I exactly, think we're coming... Mike, uh, Mike, he he should have went, went to Barbados or somewhere. I mean, have you ever heard he, he of... He should have gone to coming, Alabama I think we're coming crimes. down to that, Mike. But, but here's the thing, though, about, the, about this case. I mean, on, on last week, the judge wanted to know what questions his attorney was going to ask, wanted to know what his answer was going to be to those questions. I mean... But there's a reason for that. Because he had already shown that he was going off script and he was just ranting and and not staying on the subject. Is that his First Amendment? I mean, can he not... Well, no, but... Well, you have a First Amendment right outside the courtroom, but in the courtroom, you need to stick to the facts and the evidence. And that's what he was trying to do. Where was the facts and the evidence that he raped her? Well, that had already been decided. That's the problem. But what, that's, that's, what, it, that's his, his was problem. There, was there any facts? Or? Well, because he didn't, he did, as I recall now, because somebody can correct me if I'm wrong, he didn't show up. He didn't show up at the first trial didn't the, on, on the merits of whether he, you know, he assaulted her or not. Didn't the state of New York change their laws to allow this civil case to go through? Not for Trump. I mean, not just because of this case, but I think they did allow... Uh, Lengthen the statute of limitations because of Trump. Not to my knowledge, because of Trump. No, it's just a strange coincidence. Just a strange coincidence. Just a coincidence. Yeah. Just a coincidence. Just a coincidence. There are a lot of coincidences. Yeah. Just Trump getting the the, <clears throat> due, the fair due process to which he was entitled. I mean, not. Yep. His Lots hands of coincidences. Well, I I, I I assume that's going to be the narrative, but um, it was a jury. Well, you know, it was they, a jury of twelve people, or I, see, I think it was twelve. Who uh, it doesn't have to be twelve in a civil case, but I believe it was here. And uh, the majority were men. And um, the question of whether the assault took place place had already been decided, and he, he it was a, she was awarded five million after the first trial, and then he kept. He kept defaming her. So, you know, again, why do you want to put somebody in a position of power who can't control themselves after you've already been hit with $5 million of, of, a, of a jury, even if you disagree with it? Okay, fine, you disagree with it. But you've, you've already been decided that this happened and you've been, you've been hit with uh, a, an award, uh, very sizable, I mean, maybe not for him, but for the rest of us, it would be astronomical. And then you keep doing it. You keep defaming this person. Why would you put that person in a position of power? I, I don't get it. If you surrender to the woke mob for a minute, you're done. 
That's the well, easy answer. Well, what's woke? Yeah, that's not a woke mob. Woke has Del. become that's this. with uh, a different opinion, like I you understand. always say. That's a that's a the woke mob. If you surrender for a minute, you're done, and uh, never ever do it. Let's take a break and come back. Mike, you see what I'm dealing with? <laughs> This is Barry June to 101.7 WKOM Columbia. Celebrate you with a new vehicle from Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. We have a huge selection of new vehicles waiting for you. We're talking cars, trucks, and SUVs. And if you're in the business of selling your vehicle, we've got you covered. We'll buy from you even if you don't buy from us. At Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia, we're locally owned and operated and proud to serve our community as the largest CDJR dealership in Tennessee. Find your new ride today when you visit Chrysler Dodge Jeep Ram of Columbia. Hello, this is Rick Tillis from Tillis Jewelry. What is a full-service jeweler? Experienced staff, custom designers, in-house jewelry repairs, and beautiful jewelry. Yes, at Tillis Jewelry, we are passionate, knowledgeable, and committed to integrity. We strive to be the best in our community and in our profession. We build long-term relationships and become part of family traditions that will cross generations. We delight clients by providing an unparalleled selection, superior service, and exceptional value. Tillis Jewelry, we exceed your expectations. Are you thinking about a new fence? Maybe you need a pole bar. Then you should give Sands Fence Company a call. That's 931-309-1644. Will Sands has built his business based on the principles of honesty, quality, and integrity. Sands Fence Company has been in business for over 20 years, providing the community with farm, residential, and commercial fencing, as well as pole barns and buildings. Call today for a free estimate. Sands Fence Company, 931-309-1644. 931-309-1644. Need a little extra cash for the holidays from now until christmas pillar plumbing heating cooling and electrical is giving you a 500 visa gift card when you buy select new hvac systems or receive a 250 gift card with a new tankless water heater and upgrade now with monthly payments as low as 79 dollars. visit happyhiller.com happy you'll be or the service is free call the happy face truck today This is Mark Curry at the Trailer Store. We are a local, family-owned business. Every day, I work with my wife, Susie, my mother, Becky, and my son, Justin. We offer a full line of lawnmower trailers, utility trailers, stock trailers, and a full line of trailer parts. We also offer service. Come see us at 1021 New Lewisburg Highway. Call us at 931-381-2795. That's 931-381-2795. Do you have trees that need trimming or removed? Do you have stumps that you want ground? A1 Tree Removal is a family-owned and operated business local to Columbia and Lewisburg and servicing surrounding Middle Tennessee. They are licensed and insured and provide free estimates. No job is too big. No tree is too small. Give old Luke a call or text Luke at 931-359-3113. Or you can check them out on Facebook and tell A1 Tree Removal that you heard this ad on the radio. If you love America, you will love A1 Tree Removal. Hey, this is Jonathan Castile, a.k.a. John Boy, with John Boy's Handyman Service. One call and we'll handle it all. Truly means we'll handle it all. From pressure washing your house to doing remodeling, we're licensed, insured, and bonded. So rest assured, John Boy will handle it all. You can contact me at 931-242-7620 or my email, castilejonathan10 at gmail.com. This is Debbie Matthews with the National Realty Group, and if you've been paying attention, you know the housing market has been tough, but rates are beginning to thaw. So if you're thinking about selling, the time to jump in is getting better every day. But if you're thinking about buying and those interest rates are still a little bit too high, a good agent knows how to negotiate interest rate buy-downs, and I'm a good agent. So call me, Debbie Matthews with National Realty Group, 615-476-3224. 
If you have Medicare and Medicaid, you may be able to get more help to cover your care and costs. A United Healthcare dual complete plan can help you get more benefits than original Medicare. Whether you choose our online tools or over the phone support, United Healthcare will help you compare options so you can choose a plan with confidence. See if you qualify for a United Healthcare dual complete plan. Call 855 UHC MORE. That's 855 UHC MORE. 855 UHC MORE. This is Trey Adcock with Dixie Equipment Sales and Rental. We sell ASV and Wacker Noisen equipment. We also rent a wide variety of compact equipment in the Middle Tennessee area. Come see us. We are located in Columbia, Tennessee at 200 East 16th Street. You can call us at 615-969-0118 or visit our website at www.dixiediesel.com. We have been in business for over 42 years and we would love to help you turn your project into reality. This is Delk Kennedy, owner of Kennedy Broadcasting Company, operator of WKRM, historically 1340 AM, now 103.7 FM, and WKOM, 101.7 FM. We call ourselves Front Porch Radio, and I've said many times what that means. It means that we are working to connect this southern Middle Tennessee community, one listener, one relationship at a time. And let me elaborate on what that means. In this community, we will relentlessly promote jobs, commerce, business, industry, education, arts, green space, music, rivers, the great outdoors, healthcare, churches, charity, sports, and all the great people of Southern Middle Tennessee. Join us, help us, call us. Front Porch Radio, Delk Kennedy, thank you for listening. All right, we're back. Three dudes with a view. My name's Delk Kennedy. I am dude number three. Dude number two, Clayton Harris. How you doing? I'm doing well, Delk. Good morning, everybody. Dude number one, Mr. Jim York. How are you? Good morning, Delk. Good morning, everybody. Regular special guest, dude, Carrie Powers. Hello. Um, it was Happy Monday, and I think it still is, but the more y'all talk about these national politics, the less happy I feel. <laughs> Just it's get, not happy. Just get ready. <laughs> just get ready. All right. Special guest, and we hope we're going to have him many more times, uh, was served as an assistant United States attorney with me for some 25 years in Nashville. Uh, had the office next door. A great friend. But he is on the Mr. York side. There's no <laughs> doubt about it. Mike Roden, good morning. Good morning, everybody. All right. That, you know, I, I'm going to move on a little bit here. I mean, I, I think I want to give you a simple answer to uh, why Trump had to storm from the room and why uh, why he's uh, kept on defaming uh, this woman. I, you know, I, I, I usually save some of these articles, but you know, she's she's crazy. She's a loony tune. Uh, what she named her cat vagina or something like that. I can't remember. I mean, painted her trees green in her yard. She's, I'm not. I'm not aware of this, but that I probably don't read the uh, no, read the yeah. stuff that you read. <laughs> right, right, right. She's a, a loony Conspiracy too. Conspiracy stuff. But yeah. well, the thing is though that Trump cannot surrender to the woke mob, and you know it's become I think fashionable that for about you know what do we got two hundred and thirty forty million people in the country, so about at least a hundred of them say they've been raped by Trump, and I, I'd venture that about. Half of them actually think in their mind they were raped by Trump. There were 25, at least. I, I, they showed the graphic on television not too long ago. Well, and, just, I, and I counted them. There are 25 yeah, they, women who have credible let's just get, allegations yeah, I, Remember all assault. those women who came after Brett Kavanaugh? I mean, the the right doesn't believe this anymore. Well, I mean, all. my question and was... matter of Brett, fact, we are angered by these rape accusations because we think they're 100% made well, up. You should be angered, but you're angry at the wrong people. Well, look what happened yeah. to Justice Kavanaugh. H- I mean, how many rape well, accusations? happened with Justice Kavanaugh? If you are a prominent conservative successful on the national stage, dozens of women are going to come forward and accuse you of rape. That's what, that's the world we live in these days. The how many, how many rape accusations did he, did he it, have Bill? before he was elected president? Yeah. I mean, that's if if you're a successful conservative, uh, then you aren't a conses- successful conservative unless you've been accused of rape. That's just that's the size of it. No, that's, that's what we. I think case. there are a lot that's of successful conservatives who have not been. And if Trump that. surrendered to that woke mob, and here's why he can't, because if if he surrenders to that woke mob, and it is the woke mob, then he it would be tacitly admitting that he raped her. Trump supporters. When the people give unlimited power to, to anybody, that's Trump, a dictatorship. 
Trump. That's a king. Oh, Trump's supporters. And no man deserves What has this conversation got to do with dictatorships? We're talking about a rape accusation, not an attempt to be a dictator in this context. Yeah, but when you have unlimited power, Dell, you're trying to portray him to have unlimited power. Nobody can question. When when did I bring that up? I didn't bring that up at all. We aren't on that damn subject. The, The subject we're on is why Trump can't surrender to the woke mob, because... It's true that if his supporters believe that he had molested, raped this woman, they wouldn't support him anymore. So he has oh, to reassure no, him. He has to reassure them that he didn't do it, and they believe him, and I believe him. That's hope, the end of story. I hope that would be the case, that they wouldn't support him if he if they believed that he did that. And But they're never going to believe it for the reasons I've already stated. Because they're in a cult. Yeah, they drank the Kool-Aid. No. Because they're in a cult. Oh, kind of like the Russia investigation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We spent millions of dollars on oh, that, that, that William Space. Barr suppressed. Space. Remember how it was un, it's, it's undemocratic to say an election was stolen unless the Russians did it in 2016. They then did it's do okay. it. They then did it's do okay. it in 2016. See, see it's okay. That's that's what I'm saying, Mike. Is the hypocrisy? You can sit there and you can say that it, that it happened in 16, but by God, if you dare to say that 2020 was rigged, I mean, I mean, think about it. All that's these the different all these different polling what, places okay. stopped their that's counting. Why. At one time, how they all stopped. How many, Has that how many ever lawsuits, happened? How many lawsuits were filed uh, a, after twenty twenty, and they were all kicked out of court? There is no well, credible evidence. We have heard there's that. No there's no credible evidence that Russia happened. Yeah. I'm, well, actually, there is. Mike, now, there's no there's no evidence Mike, that's that that's why it's not funny anymore. I mean, they made. They, hang on, let me finish. Okay. They right. made the um, conclusion that there was not sufficient evidence to show there was collusion between the Trump campaign and Russians. Russia did try to influence the election. They, they, they probably tried to, to, to influence the election in 2020. They'll probably try, try to do it again in 2024. Uh, you know, that, that, That's what they do. They tried to, to do it in 16. There was no, there wasn't a smoking gun to, they, the Mueller investigation concluded. And also the Attorney General, Barr, uh, when he made his press conferences, what the findings were, he basically cherry picked what he put out there. And by the time the the actual report came known to the public, the the die had already been cast because of what Barr did. So I would encourage everyone to actually read. Not you know, probably they probably won't, but actually read the Mueller report or at least a thorough. I've read con- the condens- report. condensing of it. I'm, and as I said, that they said I, there was no. Two hundred. They, they spent two hundred. The Russians spent two hundred thousand bucks. I mean, that's not a nickel in the in the soda fountain for a, a political campaign. You know, come on. I mean, what about the dossier the Clinton yeah, uh, campaign mean, you know, paid for? That's not well, a nickel in the fountain. The, steel, I mean, the, yeah. dossier, the dossier originated. That's not even a mouse to chump change during the primaries. It originated. Yes, it ultimately got to the Clinton campaign, but it, it originated during the primaries. And I forget which which uh, candidate against uh, Trump it was, but one of the candidates was running against Trump for the for the nomination in 2016. That's where it started, and then and then it wound up in the hands of of his opponent in the general election. And, and again, you know that made it that the fact that it came from there that should be looked at, and I, it's my understanding it was. Uh, and I don't know that everything in the in the Steele dossier has ever been established, but a lot of it has. So, oh my goodness! It but is. They don't want to believe that, Mike. They don't want to. Believe they don't want to. No, believe we, don't believe, in a we don't. Situation we don't believe where a bit people of it. don't want to believe the truth. They can. You can see well, it. As and now, as who's talking about a dictatorship? When you want to impose the truth on me by the barrel of a gun, that's a dictatorship. Well, I hope he doesn't have a gun. Every time gun. you want to be authoritarian, Mister York, you want no, me to know the truth. I was told you, there'd be you, no guns today. You, you have uh-huh. to realize the truth. You want me to know the truth. Be lost in the wilderness. Or you will be punished. Here's my question. This is my question. This is my question to everybody. Why Trump? Why does it have to be Trump? I disagree with Nikki. Let me finish. Let me finish. Go ahead. Let me finish. I disagree with Nikki Haley on many things, uh, but I wouldn't lose sleep at night if she were president. Uh, I would I would complain the entire the entire four to eight years that she was in office, but and and I wouldn't like probably the judges that she would appoint, but I wouldn't lose sleep at night. Why does it have to be Trump? 
because Why? Trump is what he said he is, an existential threat a, a, a to the Washington, the Washington establishment. He's, a, and he's they an need... existential threat to democracy. Well, he has said he's going to be a dictator on day one. Now, how many dictators Mike, stop after day one? Mike, I love none, you. None. Oh, Absolutely no, this is crazy. None. He said Why he was did going... he say that? Why did he say that? Because he said, I'm going to close the border on day one. But what? No, he said, I'm going to be a dictator and on day one. And close the border on day one. He said that, yes. But he also said, I'm going to be. Look, John Hannity. You can't separate them, Mike. That's Looney Tunes. So, so, so closing the border is being a dictator? He said in that regard, he was going to be a dictator. He's going to close the border on day one yeah. of his presidency. Okay. All right. Now, let's, but let's get back to Mike. I, I mean, <laughs> And, and, and I sort of hate this in a way because Mike and I would talk about these things all those years, and we'd, we'd end up, you know, we, we both took the view to, you know, let's find the middle, let's, sure. let's agree, let's, you know. Um, the thing that's going on here, I mean, first of all, that probably doesn't make great radio. And second, <laughs> second of all, second of all, though, I mean, the people in this part of the country are Civil War mad. And, Mike, I'm going to tell you what you probably did done already is get 20 or 30 more people to go out and vote for Trump who would have otherwise stayed home. So we should just shut up and let him become a dictator? No, you don't understand. No, I do understand. You don't understand how mad and why they are mad. Why are they mad? They are mad because they've been oppressed, suppressed, not listened to, Who? called authoritarian. Who is suppressing them? What freedom no, this has is, been taken away, Dell? What, what, what has been no, no, taken no, away? Here, here's what they're mad about. And again, I don't want to paint with too broad a brush because I think the 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 fault that many they've liberals been shouted down is politically incorrect. Let me finish. They've me had finish. all media cut off to them until Musk brought bought Twitter that had supported them well, in any way. No one's stopping them from talking. What they're mad about is now there are consequences to some of the things that they say because the world has changed, and this is what they're mad about. Again, I don't want to paint with too broad a brush. I'm not saying all Trump supporters are like this, but I think a large percentage of them are feel this you're way. about to fall into a trap that gets trump even more votes but go on probably probably but you know again what's the alternative just shut up no i'm not going to shut up okay 35 percent so, he's talking about mike here's what i'm here's you, what they're I'll mad tell about. You exactly the, what you, what the, do you the, and, and democrats writ large and the liberal press need to do instead, Democra- instead of just saying you're wrong you're not entitled to your feelings i don't, I don't care about you i don't feel you that way to, at you all you say why do you feel that way i don't how feel can that. we find some that's not coming from the left or the the progressives in any way they're they're just okay. it's our way or the highway they're the authoritarians let me let me finish Okay, so the, the demographics of the nation are changing. This nation is becoming less white, less Christian, less uh, conservative. It is becoming more brown. And that's more, a good thing? Well, I, it is a thing. You know, I, I'm a big fan of Mad Men. And Don Draper had this great line on Mad Men one time where he said, change is neither good or bad, it just is. And this is what's happening. And there, a lot of people are mad and scared. And when they get scared, they get even more mad about it. And... You know, are they not entitled to their feelings? Absolutely, they're. they're but I'm just explaining. I'm, I'm not. I'm not saying they don't have. I'm not saying they're wrong to feel this way. What I am saying is, I'm trying to explain the appeal of Trump. Well, that's, Trump plays into that. He 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 makes them makes them feel that they can fight back. He get, exactly. Bingo. Bingo. Oh, yeah, exactly. Well, no, he, <laughs> he didn't makes them fight feel back. that they can the fight is, back. The problem Bingo. is change, change is change. Trump, Trump well, I mean, uh, Clayton, you're looking sad over there. We're about to tune out here. What's up? Yeah. Oh, no, I'm, I'm good. I think it's been a great discussion. In fact, I... I I wish we would stay online and go for another hour because I think this this is a good discussion. Ah, uh, we'll get Mike. We'll get Mike back next Monday. All right, changes change, Mike. Changes change. Is change. It just is. Change is true, and, and, and that's what true. some conservatives have a problem. Not all. Yeah. Some conservatives have an extreme problem with any type of change. Delk always talks about compromise. He's not talking about compromise. He's talking about having it his way, or else. No, not not true. Uh, Andy Ogle says Biden is refusing to secure the border unless he gets more funding for Ukraine. Now, you know, 
I've got to say, Andy speaks for the district. He speaks for his voters, and he, he is needs to in fill sync. out his financial report. He is. <laughs> the Republicans no, no longer have any I don't credibility. Care. I don't border. care if he has a relationship with a goat, Miss York. If he votes, and, <laughs> I know if he votes. You heard it here first. You heard he it here votes, first. If he votes and voices the feelings of the feeling of his district, the will of his district, he's got my support, and he is so right on that. Why is it Biden wants to give Ukraine money so badly? Because.